Well, the Socceroos start the second stage of World Cup qualifying tomorrow night against Bangladesh at Amy Park. One man will be hoping to get amongst the goals on a ground he knows so well is Socceroos and Melbourne City striker Jamie McLaren, who joins us this afternoon. Afternoon, Jamie. Afternoon, Jules. How are you going? Very well. I hope you're well as well. Uh, always good to be back on home soil with the Socceroos. The squad has flown in from all over the globe. Uh, how's everyone looking? Yeah, really good. Uh, we haven't had the luxury of playing too many home games and now that it should be a, a normal occurrence, um, yeah, to play in Melbourne, special place for a few of us. So, um, yeah, we look forward to, to having a, a good crowd. And last time we played here at Amy Park was was against Vietnam, and it was it was a great night for for all involved. So, Rope is another great crowd, and and we can't wait to put on performance. How much do you know about this Bangladesh team? Uh, I think we know uh, quite a bit. We're going to do some some work today and, and tomorrow on their on their squad and, and how they play, but uh, it's it's down to us. We, we worry about what we can control and, and how we're going to break them down and, and score goals. We know that they might come and try and make it difficult, but uh, we've got players um, that will be in the box uh, that can put it away and, uh, and guys out wide and, and midfield can create. So uh, we're looking forward to, to being on the front foot. I'm, I'm sure we'll have majority of the ball and, uh, and it's down to, to guys like myself and Duki and, and, uh, and Barella to, to put it in the back of the net. We know it's an expanded World Cup next time, and there's eight spots now through Asia rather than four. Does you got to make sure that doesn't change your mentality? Obviously, there's a little bit more room for error throughout qualifying, but is, is that something you've got to be careful doesn't creep into the group? Yeah, I, look, I'll tell you now, it won't creep in um, because you know it's it's a long way away the the next World Cup. But all we can do is is worry about each game that comes by, and if you win most of your games or all of your games. Uh, you won't even have to worry about who's who's in contention and who's not. So that's been our motto. Um, it's obviously a new era, a new chapter. Um, and for us older boys uh, who have been a part of many World Cup campaigns, uh, we won't let let it slip. And, and the standards uh, we'll have to instill into the younger players to understand that every game and every cap is earned and um, and every result is, is the same thing. So, uh, yeah, each game as it comes, but, but three points. Uh, we never go into games thinking about anything other than that. Big night for Graham Arnold tomorrow night. I know he wouldn't be interested in individual milestones, but he takes over from Frank Farina as the most matches coached as Socceroos manager. You've worked with him for a long time now. Has he changed much over the journey or he's basically stayed the same? Yeah, look, I'm sure Arnie will know about it. He's, he, he definitely should be proud of it. Um, he's been the longest serving uh, coach in, in, in this country's history and uh, worked as, as an assistant as well. So he's... He knows the DNA from, from back in the day and, and also now, and he's instilled that in every player that's been given a jersey and made sure it's a special moment when, when players are involved in the national team. And, um, yeah, we had, a, we had a chat yesterday, and he basically said, you know, there's, it's, there's some new players that weren't at the World Cup, you know, almost 10 months ago. So um, he's a guy that uh, likes to give players opportunity, and if they take it, then they'll be involved. And, um, but he's big on your club form and, and your, your playing playing games so he's been keeping that consistent and uh, and that's all players can ask for and, and you know for someone that's been sticking around for so long you see the way world football is now coaches don't last very long but for someone like Arnie who's been around for, for so long um, it, it's a massive credit for him and uh, and what he's been able to achieve and uh, he's, he's re-signed so he's committed so that's all players want to know and um, and he's done that. You've had some really good performances individually for the Socceroos in recent times. Nearly two years, though, since you've scored for the national team. As a striker, does that weigh on your mind at all? No, not at all. Um, I think over the, the last time 
was uh, was actually in in Melbourne. There was a game that scored against Vietnam. A few few games have been deployed as sort of an impact striker off the bench. And yeah, you want to start games and you want to play, but uh, you've also got to put the team first. And um, and that's something that as I get older, I understand that you know where results are more important than any sort of individual accolade. Um, and I take that into club level too. So. Yeah, look, it doesn't weigh on my mind, mate. No one scored more goals than me at Amy Park or in the A-League. So um, goals don't seem to save me, whether I'm scoring or not. I know they'll come. Uh, it's just about being on the pitch and, and creating those moments and chances. And, and I'll know I'll tuck them away. Tell us about uh, Cassini Yengi, who's a chance to make his debut uh, tomorrow night uh, with Adelaide. And then he's uh, gone over and doing some really good th- things with Portsmouth over in England. Um, just tell us about what sort of player he is. Yeah, he's a good kid. Um, you know, watched him uh, come up through the ranks at Adelaide, and um, very, very physical. Very uh, his size um, until you actually meet him and play him on the field. He's he's very strong. Um, he can throw himself about, and he's got goals in him. Um, I think he's yeah. He's I've spoken to him before, and he, he wants to work on his game and try and improve to be more more clinical. But uh, he's definitely a player that uh, you know will be in this national team setup for for a long time. And um, yeah, he's. He's doing well. He's getting games at Portsmouth now. He's, he's had a few injuries and um, he's been at the game for a while with his, with his hip or his adductor a couple of years ago and he's bounced back. And, and that's another sign that players, when they bounce back, um, how, how their mindset is. And, and he's certainly one that's got a, a very strong one. And especially if you want to be involved in the Socceroos, um, every cap's earned. And I'm sure he'll, uh, he'll work, work hard to, uh, to get his caps and, and go back to Portsmouth and score goals and play games. And that's the most important thing. It's been a Socceroos and Melbourne City striker, Jamie McLaren. The Socceroos take on Bangladesh uh, tomorrow night before taking on Palestine uh, in Kuwait next week. Just obviously looking at the Bangladesh game first, but uh, what do you expect from Palestine? I mean, everything that's going on in that part of the world, I know the game's not being played there, it's being played in Kuwait, but you'd imagine you're going to come up against a, a very unified, passionate and emotional team next week. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually... Scored my first goal for the Socceroos against Palestine, and um, you know recently was in touch with with their captain. Um, I'm not sure if he's in the squad for this camp. Uh, as of yesterday, I, I was speaking with him, just just touching base to see how he is, um, the centre back. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a, an, an emotional time probably for their players, and uh, we just need to to support them how we can. And but at the same time, we're we're going there to to perform and and do well for our country and, and try and get the three points and. Um, and that's all we can do. We're, we're footballers. We once we cross that white line, it's it's all about our job. And um, but yeah, of course, uh, our thoughts and and prayers are with them. And like I said, I spoke to their their captain, or he he was their captain in the Asian Cup a couple of years ago, and um, he seems to be doing doing quite well. And um, but yeah, that's all I can say on that moment. I reckon. Of course, uh, you mentioned good kids before when we mentioned Cassini Yengi. Uh, Nesta Irakunda is a very good kid off to Bayern Munich, and it seems like. The A-League is producing really good young players at the moment, uh, whether they're staying here or they're getting big moves uh, overseas. Uh, just on Nestor, personally, um, is he one of the more talented young players you've seen come through in your time playing in Australia? Yeah, he is. Um, and he ha- The thing is with, with Nestor is um, he, he needs to get that consistency run of games and being able to start. Um, you know, you, you can see with Carl, he's, he's, he's trusting him now with his fitness to, to see out games up until, you know, 60, 70 minutes, maybe even 90. And, and I'm sure once he heads over there and, um, and sees the professionalism and stuff, he'll need to, to raise, his, raise his fitness and, and whatever. But he's so explosive and such an exciting player that um, every time you do watch him, you know, something 
could happen. He's a very unpredictable sort of talent, and and that's uh, that's special in itself. And you know, he scored a, a great free kick against us, and uh, and that was an also uh, an unbelievable finish. So, congratulations to him. It's it's an amazing move, but uh, the hard work hasn't even started yet for him, and I'm sure he's been advised by that by whoever's uh, looking after him. And he, you know, we're lucky to have him for the rest of the A League season. But yeah, when he does go over. I'm sure he'll have to uh, build up a few things and, and raise the standard. But, yeah, it, it's another challenge. And as a young kid, um, you know, you want these sort of moments. And, and you know, full credit to him, he's earned it. And, yeah, it's now down to him to to really push on. It's been far from smooth sailing the start of the season, Jamie, at Melbourne City. You're appointed captain. Uh, the manager's gone after a couple of games. Results have been up and down. How's it, how's it been as captain uh, with so much going on? Yeah, it has been a bit of a, a tough one as being the captain of, of the club. Um, I've had to uh, to overlook a lot of things and um, yeah, it hasn't been the start that we that we set out and, and obviously we have high standards at our football club and um, there's been times where we haven't started well in previous years and we've bounced back and you know found our way to win a premiership and, and a championship. So that's just the message I'm relaying to the boys, the new boys, the foreigners, um, is that you know we're heading one way, and if you're not going to head the way that we want to go, then um, then you're out. And that's the message that Biddy has 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 put into into the boys as well. So um, yeah, we're only four games in. There's no uh, there's no panic button just yet. But uh, look, I'm sure we'll, we'll turn that page very soon. And um, you know, once we get the Champions League uh, group stages out the way, it's been very tough for our for our travel. Mm. Um, after this camp, I'm straight to Japan and and stuff like that. But you want to be in these competitions. That's why uh, you. You want to be premiership and, and win the Premier's plate because you get a chance to play against the best in Asia, and, and we believe we are. So um, it's now down to us to balance those those games and uh, turn this A-League season around, which we've got plenty of time to do. And, and as a captain, um, it falls with me and a lot of the other leaders. Did it take you by surprise when Rado departed? Um, oh, look, football clubs, I know that when results don't go their way, and um, I think after the grand final, well, this is the message that... Uh, that's been sent out is obviously yeah, the grand final wasn't wasn't acceptable and, and then to do it again in Adelaide um, I know what what happens at football clubs and um, obviously yeah, the coaches are the ones that that fall first and the players uh, you know the players that don't buy into the standards and stuff they they go the next transfer window so we're yet to see that but I, I believe that um, the club made a decision and, and we have to respect it as players and, and Biddy's come in he's worked with you know, a handful of us as players and um, in Ollie Roos and, and national team setups, and uh, he's got a mentality that wants to win, and, and that's what uh, the club acted on. So, yeah, we move on, um, and it's uh, it's down to us now as as a group to to really push on and, and get us back on track. Speaking of results going your way, as a Villa fan, you must be pretty happy with the start of the season in the Premier League. Very happy, and, and very happy for my good mate John McGinn as well, who's scoring on the regular, isn't and, he ever, um, and leading that team. Uh, Superbly, so yeah, it's uh, it's all happy in the McLaren household at the moment. And what about the hair? Is that is that here to stay? The hair's here to stay as long as the balls keep hitting the back of the net, which it has been doing. So last year it was the beard, now it's the hair. Um, who knows what's installed? Um, maybe it's my daughter who's giving me a bit of luck at the moment. So I'll uh, I'll keep it going. Magnificent, uh, Jamie. Let's hope it hits the back of the net for you and uh, plenty of times for the Socceroos in these next two matches, uh, starting it against Bangladesh at Amy Park tomorrow night. Thanks for your time as always and uh, good luck at Amy Park tomorrow night. Thank you, Jules. Take care, mate.